You gotta be kidding me. You're gonna risk the entire mission for a mental defective dress as a court jester. It's coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat on his head. We don't leave one of our own behind. Hopefully Harley's still alive. No funny business, Colonel. These are dangerous people. Team two is clear to go. Fire up. Three, two. What are you guys doing? You, we're, we're here to save you. You were gonna save me? It was a really good plan, too. Well, I can go back inside and you can still do it. That's patronizing. I'm so sorry. Harley Quinn. Blood sport. You know the deal. Successfully complete the mission, you get 10 years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way. And I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. So this is the famous Suicide Squad. Nom nom. Any questions? And? Yes. That is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for fuck's sake. Here's the deal. We fail the mission, you die. If we find out any information you give us is false, you die. If we find out you have personalized license plates, you die. What? No. If you cough without covering your mouth... Harley, although that isn't an open invitation for you to cough without covering your mouth. What's the plan? How the hell am I supposed to know? You're the leader. You're supposed to be decisive. And I've decided that you should eat a big bag of dicks. If this whole beach was completely covered in dicks, and somebody said I'd eat every dick until the beach was clean for liberty, I would say no problem. Why would someone put penises all over the beach? Who knows why madmen do what they do? This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. When they get you out of here alive. I'm going to get you out of here alive. Oh my god, we've got a freaking kaiju up in this shit! Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of From Squared Circle to the Silver Screen. I'm your host, co-host the Cowboy, joined as always by my co-host, Crossland. You're here with your monthly movie spectacular where we take a look at movies that star wrestlers and we give our thoughts so logan it's actually been a little over a month as a life gets in the way sometimes of uh as much as we'd like to kind of just record this show every night we do have other stuff going on so i think it's been about five or six weeks how have those five or six weeks been for you all pretty good you know i have the i have the new baby so uh she's keeping life a little uh a little bit more exciting than it needs to be some nights but uh I, I'm making I'm making it through it. I'm making through it a little bit of a stomach bug right now too, but uh, I, everything is perfectly fine. Work's going well, so I can't complain too much. Excellent. You strike me as a real patient guy, Logan, which I think is um is important mm-hmm. as as a new parent. Are you? Do you find that you're patient and relaxed? That's the big thing. Uh, it depends on the situation, you know. I, I feel like if other people are around, I can kind of deal with the situations a little bit longer. But uh, you know, if I'm they had just brought her home or something like that, I could I could get a little impatient sometimes. But I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> right. You're a good man, Logan. You're a good man, and thanks for thanks for taking the time to do this with us. So my five or six weeks has been good. 
you know, same old, same old, went on a, went, went away to Phoenix and had a nice trip there. I've actually, I've been watching more movies, which is something I, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I had been uh, going, you know, going to like the casino a little bit often, you know, just to blow off steam. And I decided, you know, they do like the, some people do like the sober October thing or whatever. So I'm already, mm-hmm. I'm already on that train. So I said, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to go for a little bit and see. So I've been staying home and watching movies. And I tell you, I've seen, I've seen some good ones, including, including the one we're going to watch tonight. And interestingly enough, Logan, I watched a movie last night that starred one of the people in this movie that we could talk about. So I usually do the honors, but I think in honor of, you know, of your patient fatherhood, why don't you tell the <laughs> listeners what, what movie we're going to talk through? All right, we are talking about The Suicide Squad. Not just Suicide Squad, but The Suicide Squad from uh, 2021, uh, released specifically on HBO Max, uh, featuring John Cena, who is the wrestler we'll be uh, deep diving tonight. So, But uh, yeah, it came out last year, superhero, kind of not even really superhero, but supervillain, big team that they put together to kind of save the world. So a uh, pretty solid flick. <laughs> Excellent, Logan. Yeah, yeah, so watched it. Loved it. And I will tell you, I didn't even realize it. I watched a movie called The Informer last night. I don't know if you've seen that one. I haven't, but I, I know what you're talking I know the movie you're talking the about. The infor- so. Informant. Informant or Informer. Either way, mm-hmm. starring Joel Kinnaman, who is okay. Colonel, Colonel Rick Flagg in this movie. So mm-hmm. Informant, not a horrible movie. Suicide Squad, a better movie. So if you can only watch one Joel Kinnaman movie... Or let it be this one. <laughs> I got or you. RoboCop, um, you, I suppose. But before we go any further, did you see the original Suicide Squad with uh, Jared Leto and Will Smith in it? I did, yes. Only once. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I did. I thought this I thought this was significantly better. Oh, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I didn't think the original Suicide Squad was, was all that good. That was supposed to be like a big big turning point, right, for Will Smith, mm-hmm. and it kind, of, kind of flopped. And mm-hmm. I did like that Harley Quinn is, like, the kind of the one that ties them both together, right? Mm-hmm. And the old Viola Davis as well, right, was in, mm-hmm. was in both. Uh, Joel Kinnaman was actually in both, too, so <laughs> those three are kind of the tying, uh, tying pieces. Okay, so there's my memory working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three bits. I only missed one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I kind of saw it after everybody else had, so I knew that it was kind of not the best, uh, I'll say, I guess. I, you know, I'm a lot more forgiving to movies. It's definitely a lot worse than this one. Um, it was supposed to kind of be a big launching point for uh, Jared Leto, and it was kind of trying to, they were trying to, you know, make, uh, Will Smith, a big action star again. So, uh, and Will Smith actually isn't super bad in that movie, but Jared Leto's like that Joker is like the most panned uh, characterization in like superhero history, probably uh, by a lot of people. So, um, yeah, it, it just it left a lot left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth, kind of like most of the DC movies that have come out in the last decade or so. Uh, so. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you had seen that one to kind of, you know, if you needed to compare and contrast them eventually. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, Jared Leto was in – he was already in kind of a no-win situation 
playing the mm-hmm. Joker after Heath yeah. Ledger, right? Which was, I mean, if you're going to say there's a perfect performance, that that was about a perfect performance. But because he he was so bad, it's not like he was average, right? It mm-hmm. was Heath Ledger's like Michael Jordan, and Jared Leto is like. Kwame Brown or something like that. Worse. Worse. Like like the high school guy who never even couldn't play in college. Just like horrible portrayal. And I can see he was trying to be very different, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to distinguish himself from. Absolutely. From Heath Ledger's role. But I mean, he fucked it up. Like, I mean, I think it kind of like killed his career almost. Like, it was that bad. It was just like a, a career destroying performance he was in he was in that movie that came out during the beginning of the pandemic with Rami Malek and um Denzel I forget the name of it out of and he was like the the psycho in that and I thought he was a little better in that but oh I know what you're talking about I can't remember the name but I I I remember the movie that you're talking about for sure um and he's gonna be uh Morbius on the Marvel kind of side of things oh that's right that'll give that'll give him a chance to yeah, so I mean, if you none of the Marvel movies ever flop. So if he flops, if he <laughs> if that flops, it's time to just hang him up. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I think I, it pretty much derailed his career for at least a little bit. I mean, he's still getting roles and stuff, but he's not like the uh, hot shot kind of new prospect guy that I think he probably was going into that movie. Because I think he had done a couple of things before. I don't know any specific off the top of my head, but I think he had done a couple of things and been pretty good before that. So um, I think he was in Dallas Buyers Club and did a really good job in that one. Uh, I think that was before that. So, um, but yeah, but I just no, that, that, was, that, that, was, that was before that for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think that was a couple of years before that. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I mean, he's been around a long time. He was on, like, My So-Called Life. Yeah, um, what band was he in? He was in a band before he was an actor, right? Yeah, I forget the name of him. 30, <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars. That's right, that's right, that's right. But the, the movie I always remember him from was um, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, okay. I got you, I got you. Which, you know, we were like, uh, if you were like a crazy 90s kid, like... <laughs> you saw Requiem for a Dream a few times, so mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, so, Logan, let's talk about the Suicide Squad. Overall thoughts, it sounds like we both are uh, both are positive on this. And, I mean, I think that this movie, in, some, in the way it launched The Peacemaker, in mm-hmm. some ways maybe... I mean, it's definitely given a big jolt to DC, right? Because mm-hmm. the Peacemaker was like the most is a like the most watched show in the world, right? For 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 when it was on, and mm-hmm. DC's always kind of been playing second fiddle, and mm-hmm. the piece scene is phenomenal, both in this Absolutely. movie and on the show. Um, really interesting character and. It's like they knew what they had too by, you know, having him, having him kind of survive with not a lot of others <laughs> did. <laughs> one of the things I liked about this movie was how it didn't take itself too seriously, and mm. you know, it had like the real over the top 
gory violence, right? It had mm. like th- that starfish thing was like a <laughs> fucking caricature, <laughs> right? Mm. Where yeah. it almost it reminded me a little bit of a movie I really liked from back in the day that took this same kind of tongue-in-cheek approach, which was Starship Troopers. Do you remember? Mm. Did you ever see Starship Troopers? I have not seen Star Trek. Oh, my God. I've definitely heard all about it. (laughs) You're so young, Logan. Well, that same kind of deal where it was like kind of a tongue-in-cheek action film. So I thought it was great. I thought it was good. I thought um, Stringer Bell, Idris Elba, was really good as the Bloodsport character. Um, Mm -hmm. Harley Quinn, I thought thought she was good. Mm Mm-hmm. And I liked the uh, the polka dot man. I thought the polka dot man was a pretty complex character. I, the whole thing with the mother, I thought, was good. Yeah, where he mm-hmm. where he turned like he even turned the starfish into the mother. <laughs> and and the last one was the shark, King Shark, voiced mm-hmm. by Sylvester Stallone. I thought he was a great character. So really. I don't have a lot negative to say about the movie. I think what folks might find negative, which was just like the the over the top gore and uh, kind of the, mm. the the you know it's almost a comedy in a lot of ways, right? Like I looked at it mm-hmm. as, as a as a positive. I thought it was good. What about you? No, no, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think the comedy is used well. I think it is. I think it's a big positive for this movie. I think John Cena as Peepsmaker, uh, the fact that he's just so you know just white bread and doesn't understand why some of the stuff he says is funny or like is the most ridiculous thing he could possibly have said in that situation makes a lot of the scenes a lot funnier than they probably should be. Um, the over the top gore kind of reminds you of like a Quentin Tarantino movie where everything's just blowing up when things get hit with bullets and stuff like that so you know right off the bat pete davidson's face basically gets blown off so um you know a lot of like you said a lot of gore but uh, you know they may do overdo it in points but i it didn't bother me at all i I really enjoyed all the action scenes and uh watching people get their head sliced in half and uh you know uh you know axes in the middle of the heads and there was a one point when uh they're going through the little camp of actually the freedom fighters that they're not supposed to kill and john cena just goes by somebody laying on a bed and just axes them about 15 times in a row (laughs) Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of gore, but the, they well placed the comedy throughout it. Um, really, really awesome performances by pretty much everybody in the whole movie, all the heroes. Uh, you know, I, Rick Flagg's not the most charismatic character in the world, so I mean, you probably could do without him for a little long, but I know he's kind of one of the, like, like we said, the connecting pieces, uh, from the previous movie. Um, but I think everybody kind of plays their, their, their character real well. And their you know, the stories that go along with like rat catcher, um, her and her father, that, that, that was kind of their bond and how, uh, she became who she was. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was a really well put together movie. Uh, the battle with the giant starfish at the end is awesome. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I really liked, I liked the rat. What, what's her name? Rat catcher. Ratcatcher 2, actually. <laughs> great character. I thought mm-hmm. she was a great character. And even um, the Rick Flag, like he wasn't, he's not the most charismatic guy, especially 
in a movie like this. But I did think his some like some of his action stuff was good, like the fight scene mm-hmm. with with Peacemaker. I thought was real mm-hmm. good. And yeah, so being being from Squared Circle to Silver Screen, Logan, let's focus more on on Big John because <laughs> who knew. Who knew that he had this in him? So I guess you saw some of this, right? With, what was that? Um, was it Blockers that he was in? Where he was the, where he was the dad? And played, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you saw some of this, some of this talent, some of this, this goofy mm-hmm. acting talent that he had. But this character, he just knocks it out of the park. Like, I mean, he, and I, it's got to be from all his years in, in wrestling, right? That he can mm-hmm. say the most ridiculous shit and say it with just a total deadpan straight face. <laughs> and it's not that dissimilar from Batista, right? Who the, yeah, same, the uh, same kind of thing. Like, they can, like, like I guess they, their whole careers, they've just been saying this way out there, just totally ridiculous shit. And having to do it like it was serious, that it's a that it's like that it's a big talent for him, because when he says, when the who was it was it, um, flag said to him, peacemaker. That's ironic. And he what does he say? He says, he says, I love peace, and I'm willing to kill any man, woman, and child to restore <laughs> or, or, or or whatever. And then I think I don't know if you were alluding to it that when they were when they were cutting their way through the the army there. And there was like mm-hmm. the guy, the the guy who looked like he was getting like medical attention. Um, mm-hmm. I had down and Cena stabbed him like ten times on the way <laughs> by. Ah, oh, he's good. He's good, and you know we have this category, right? Of who else could do it? And I think this might be the first one. I don't think anybody else could do it. I think it's him. I think he. I think he is. He is this character. What do you think? Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is peacemaker. I could not see anybody doing doing it like him. He's just, you know, for so many years he was the he was the nice you know guy on TV that all the kids loved and stuff like that. So he had to play this kid friendly character, and now he's kind of playing this you know dopey. My my wife described him as like a twelve year old in an adult body. He, you know, he doesn't know what he's saying is absolutely inappropriate in some situations, um, and he'll say it anyways because that's just how he thinks that, that it should be so um but yeah like you know he's just so into the character and he's so good at it that i know nobody nobody at all could play this character at all you know you you kind of made the thing with uh batista as you know when he's drax he's kind of the same way he just doesn't understand why people don't think what he thinks is funny and the other way around so uh maybe batista but like that he's got his superhero thing so probably not even going to cross pollinate with that one so yeah john cena uh, Just no. like I don't think I don't think Cena would could play Drax. Mm-mm, I don't think so. You know either. what I mean? I think mm. I mean in, it's just it's it's a it's it's a perfect role for him, and I'm really happy for him. I mean, I've always been a huge fan of his from a wrestling perspective. I always thought it was stupid that people booed him, and uh, mm. like I mean, he's he's one of the biggest stars bar none in the world now because and not yeah. even if you take out the wrestling because of mm-hmm. because of of this character so on the show too it's like i already liked the show but then the whole like 
80s hair rock angle. Like, they don't really get into that too much in the movie. But, man, talk about taking it from a 10 out of 10 to, like, a 12 out of 10. When they have, like, <laughs> like they played that, I think it was episode two, when they played um, they played House of Pain by Faster Pussycat. And I hadn't heard that song probably since I was 10 years old. And I'm like, Katie! Katie! You know, and I played it on the radio. I'm like, isn't this awesome? And she just looks at me like I'm the biggest fucking asshole in the world. And it's uh, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Mm. <laughs> good stuff. Um, all right. So, what were your fa- what were your, what was your favorite scene in the movie? Um, my favorite scene in the movie was probably when uh, Harley Quinn escaped the, uh, you know, when she was chained up and she kind of really choked good. the one guy out uh, and kind of broke his neck and then she just unloaded on everybody else. She had guns and she used like they were in like this little uh, area where there were like these cages and she slammed doors into them and all kinds of stuff. So um, I was a big fan of her just kind of going off and going on a rampage right there. Um but, you know, all the action scenes were pretty solid. Uh, Flag and uh, Peacemaker's <laughs> fight when Peacemaker turns kind of heel and, uh, you know, ends up killing Flag. That fight scene was pretty good. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, there was a lot of them for sure. A lot of good uh, fight scenes, a lot of good action scenes. Uh, what was your favorite? So my, my favorite scene was the starfish scene at the end, just because it was so ridiculous. Like, this thing with this giant eye. Like, it was just so ridiculous. And then I thought it was very much in line with this movie that the way the way they beat it was with all the rats. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And then, <laughs> oh, I just... I, and I thought it was well done. I thought, like, it didn't... You know, like, it's, like, different, right? So you watch, like, Avengers Endgame or something, and the CGI is incredible, right? And it's, like... It's, like, very serious and very... Like you're, mm-hmm. you know, like I cry when I watch that movie. You're like in that battle with them at the end, mm-hmm. and this is, you know, equally as uh, <laughs> interesting CGI, but it gives you a whole different feel of just a, just a goofy, a goofy thing, right? <laughs> that mm-hmm. I thought, and just very, you know, almost like you're in a more of a comic book, right? Than, mm-hmm. yeah this grandiose movie. So I thought that was real good. And then low key, low key, it was a short scene, but when, <laughs> when King shark is going to eat the girl while she's <laughs> sleeping at the, at the beginning, I thought that <laughs> he, he had her up like a sandwich. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was really hysterical. Mm-hmm. And then, then we discover uh, that uh, Bloodsport's kind of afraid of rats, and then that we get to good, see yeah. Cena and his whitey tighties. So, yeah, that was a really good scene as well, for sure. But <laughs> I, I, I really like the Harley Quinn scene too that you that you mentioned because I thought it was cool how it, like, you know, they're they're torturing her basically, and she just doesn't care. Like she's just completely impervious to it, and then mm-hmm. just figures out a way to get out of it. And then kills everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and I was going to say that. So you see, like her her crazy side, but then mm-hmm. when she's like shooting her way out of there, you see her like uh, superhero badass side as well. Yeah, I was saying they're basically torturing her for nothing because they're trying to figure out where the rest of the team is, and she doesn't even know that they're there outside of maybe Flag. But uh, <laughs> exactly. So, 
Yeah, she, so she really doesn't care, and then she's just kind of singing along as they're, you know, shocking her with the shock stick and stuff like that. So she really doesn't have any information to give them, so they're really, really doing it for no reason. But yeah, her, her whole escape from that and just blowing everything up, and and the fact that she kind of sneaks around the building as they're trying to break, trying to break in to get her, and she's just like, "Oh, you guys tried to save me. That's so sweet and stuff like that." So it has a little bit of comedy thrown there at the end. So yeah, absolutely. Comedy scene. <laughs> anything that anything that didn't any scene or thing in this movie that, that didn't work for you that you thought could have been better? Not really. Um, the rats kind of give me the heebie-jeebie. So whenever they're around, uh, I, <laughs> you know, it gives me a little bit of the uncomfortability. But uh, nah, everything was great. I liked all the action scenes, all the in between comedy and stuff like that. Um, you know, you could have probably cut out, I don't know that we needed to know that there was another team, uh, and you know, it kind of gives you Harley Quinn and Rick Flagg, I guess, but you didn't really need to know that those other guys were there. You could have just started from the other team and had Flagg and Harley Quinn with them, but, you know, I knew it was a plot device and it worked, uh, to their advantage, but nah, everything, everything was perfect to me, I think. I think it was a pretty perfect movie. (laughs) Yeah, and then, I mean... In retrospect, the whole Pete Davidson getting his face shot off was like really, you know, given what he's doing now, like in real life, mm-hmm. <coughs> adds like a whole other element. You know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. I bet Kanye watches that scene just on repeat. <laughs> oh, poor uh, Kanye! I'm just Kanye. <laughs> but the, so no. the one thing, the one thing, it, it kind of the thing I thought could have worked better. And it kind of ties into what you said is, how are you going to give me weasel and not give me more weasel? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. like you got weasel, but we didn't get a whole lot of weasel, right? I thought, I, I mean, if you're going to introduce weasel, I think weasel needs to have a bigger part than what they gave him. Yeah, and honestly, I, I would have liked to have seen what uh, Michael Rooker's character, the kind of the first guy we see, Savant, I think is his yeah. name in the movie. Um, I would have liked to have seen what his character could have done. Uh, he ended up kind of being a pussy and running away from the fight, so I guess he was that was kind of what he was. But um, I would have liked to have seen what he kind of could have done. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Weasel, Weasel, losing out on Weasel is a is a big one. Uh, I'm glad he kind of makes a cameo appearance at the end, but. Uh, yeah, missing out on him was probably a, a missed opportunity. Do you think that they could potentially be setting up some of these other guys to have bigger roles in something else? Like maybe some, do you know what I mean? Um, or, do, or do you think it's, you know, self-contained maybe. here? Like, I mean, I that's think- kind of the point, right, is that these guys don't have, like, haven't had their own... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Harley Quinn's been in a bunch of movies at this right. point. Other, so other, I don't, other, I don't, I, other than her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's been in a bunch of movies other than at this point. So, uh, you know, she doesn't need her own solo thing. She can keep being in these little team movies. Um, but she's definitely played her role. And, you know, she's been out there. Um, you know, I blood, I could I could be into a Bloodsport movie. Uh, Idris Elba's character um, but I think everybody else is, I, I mean, you know, John Cena is so charismatic in the role that, you know, I was totally okay with him getting his own show. Um, you know, I didn't know it was going to be as great as it was, but it did end up being great. So, um, but not n- anybody else I think is kind of a side character, you know, th- I think they could be in these kind of team movies. 
you know, with, with everybody uh, and can play their role well. Uh, but I, I don't know that anybody's going to kind of get a spinoff. But Idris Elba's character is probably the only one I could see. And even even he, I don't think, is like blow away enough to kind of, you know, have his own movie and maybe not even on his own series. So probably not. Agreed. Agreed. I thought he was really good in this, though. He's he's an excellent, yeah, I do. I, yeah, yeah, excellent yeah. actor. Like, in, I mean, I liked him even a little better than I liked Will Smith in original Suicide Squad in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, know I know it's not the same character, but mm-hmm. that was Deadshot, right? Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, De- Deadshot, Deadshot is uh, Will Smith. Yes, that's correct. And I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna give anyone else their own movie, you could. What if you did like a King Shark Weasel combo? <laughs> I, I guess that could be interesting. Uh, like a might buddy, be- buddy, buddy kind of movie. <laughs> Might be very dialogue low, but uh, I, I think it could be interesting to watch a little bit of uh, back and forth between those two. <laughs> I'm in. I'm totally in with it. But Weasel and King Shark. Here we go. <laughs> you heard it here first, DC. You heard it here first. Oh, man. So That's in the fun. DC world, Logan, what other um, – is, is this your favorite movie outside of maybe, you know, the, the – Batman trilogy from 10 years ago? Uh, yeah, this is outside of probably Dark Knight and no, probably just Dark Knight. Yeah, this is probably my this is probably my favorite um, out of those, you know, because most of those have been so uh, mid- not even bad, but middling. A lot of them are middling, not even not even bad. Some of them are pretty bad at the same time. Um, but yeah, that the, that Dark Knight trilogy is pretty, pretty good. And uh, the Dark Knight is obviously great, and we can honestly do that one because uh, the wrestler Zeus is in that movie, so we could do that one eventually. <laughs> we, we love we love Zeus. That, that would be our second Zeus movie. Um, exactly. Yeah, I agree because I think this was better. This was better than like any of the man the Man of Steel movies, mm-hmm. which I didn't think were horrible. But I, no. you know, I think the problem for DC is that the Marvel stuff is like so good. That it's it's tough. It's tough to 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 keep up. But I think the way that they did this, like, is a good way for them to differentiate themselves. In that they didn't. It's a it's a totally kind of different angle instead of just you know just doing a superhero movie. Uh, with that said, I am going to see Batman tomorrow night. I don't know if you. So we're recording this on the Thursday opening night for back Batman starring. Um, Edward from Twilight. So <laughs> I don't know if you went. Did you go tonight, Logan? No, I did not. Uh, I'll probably see it at some point, but I'm probably not going to see it this weekend. I won't lie to you. <laughs> he, writer, writer messaged me today and requested that we go tomorrow. Oh, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if I had a little buddy like that to go with, I'd probably definitely uh, uh, bang, bang it out this weekend for sure. <laughs> So we're we're gonna go tomorrow. I I heard it was pretty good. We'll see. I really so I really like as a Boston guy. And this will be like the most cliche thing in the world. But I'm a, I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. fan. Oh, and I, I but I didn't really like him that much as Batman. I thought you know I thought uh, Christian Bale was a lot better. So mm. I'm kind of interested to see because the one thing is like when you pick. Like, because Robert Pattinson's not a huge star, you know? Like, I mean, he 
the big stop be those Twilight movies were huge, but that's really kind of about it, right? So would you make him Batman if he wasn't like a really awesome Batman? You know what I mean? Like Ben Affleck, it's like they just made him Batman because he's Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he was a pretty good Bruce Wayne. I don't know that he was the best Batman, but I also don't think he was given the best material. So I would like to have seen him given like a better, you know, maybe script and all the storylines and stuff like that being a little better. I think he probably could have pulled it off. Um, but you know, yeah, like Pattinson was in one of the Harry Potter movies, and then he was the Twilight guy. Uh, and, but since then, he's kind of done a lot of indie films. Uh, my brother, yeah, the one about the the lighthouse or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that my brother is a huge fan of that movie. So my my brother really likes him as an actor because he like watches a lot of those indie films. Uh, so um, yeah, I think he's really good at that kind of stuff. It's going to be interesting to see him back in kind of a big picture that a lot of people are going to see. Um, so I'm I, I'm interested to see it. Uh, I'm I, I'm skeptical, like some people, obviously, because I, you know, this Twilight guy, you can't get that out of your head. I mean, it's it's there, um, you know, it, it it'll follow him forever, despite the fact that maybe he's really great in this, but that that's going to be the little tick in somebody's head that you know might have doubts about it. So, but I'll be interested to see it for sure because so I, I think he probably some, could pull it off. I just mm. looked at it. Pretty pretty good reviews, Logan. We got the ninety-four percent popcorn box, eighty-four percent tomatometer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's it's, real uh, high. It's certified fresh right now, so yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, solid. I mean that's, and it's three hours long, so that you know that's something mm-hmm. right there. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we're looking forward to it. I don't know if there's any wrestlers in it, but we could maybe talk about it on our next show. I also. <laughs> um, while we were in Arizona, Ryder took Ryder suggested another movie that we went to see, which was Uncharted. Gotcha. Not that great. I mean, it was all right. Oh, uh, you didn't like it? I, I've heard a couple of people that thought it was pretty good. So <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was. I, I, I would ho- hopefully with the uh, with the ratings, Batman's a little better, but. Yeah, you know, not to be cliche, Boston guy again, but Mark Wahlberg was great in the movie, you know, <laughs> as, as as would be expected. And Tom Holland, he's got the whole thing going on with me, where it's I just all I see is Spider Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's kind of blessing and a curse of playing one of those big roles. Is you know, you, you're going to get pinned as that for a long time, if not forever. <laughs> it's like Tony Soprano. You know, like like no matter what James Gandolfini ever did, he's always just Tony Soprano. But yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to Batman. And so DC hasn't released anything between this. It was this, then Peacemaker, then Batman, right? I believe that's correct. And then I think the there's a new Flash movie later in the year. I think it comes out in like November. So. Oh, yep, yep. We know all about that one too. I've had to. Uh, <laughs> I watched the whole what is what's on the the WB right or the CW the whole Flash show all all the seasons I've watched um, mm-hmm. not not a hundred percent by choice but it's good stuff and, <laughs> yeah I, I got into that for a while uh, it just got to be too much at one point and I I fell so behind that I just it was overwhelming to catch back up on so um, but yeah yeah I think it's called the movie's called Flashpoint it's coming out later this year so. Um, but yeah, I think it was Suicide Squad. Uh, Black Adam actually also comes out this year too with The Rock in it, so we can do that one as maybe like a live uh, 
live to tape kind of uh, review of it. So uh, that one could be interesting. Um, but yeah, Black Adam and The Flash are the next two that come out. Nice. And Black Adam hasn't been in any. This is a brand new, right? He hasn't been in any of their other movies. That's, that's correct. Yeah, and he hadn't been in anything else yet. So this will be his debut. Man, I mean, they could be. They could be on a nice run here, right? If Batman is a big hit, and with those kind of mm-hmm. rate ratings, it should be a big hit. Peacemaker was a huge hit. You could mm-hmm. very, very well have a hit with Black Adam, just because the Rock's in it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what happens with the Flash. Yeah, the Flash might be the tipping point. If that one's pretty good, then they might be they might be on a good little streak there. So, um, but I think that Black Adam's definitely going to do well with the Rock in it, of course. So, um, even if it's just financially, it, it might be dog shit in the in the in, the, in movie wise or something like that. But I think it'll do good financially. So, and I'm pretty sure that's probably all they care about. <laughs> oh, definitely, of course, of uh, course. So. But yeah, I think they could get on a pretty good streak here. So um, they care they about start. they care about financials, financials, and then what you and I say about their movies. That's it. That's all they're worried about. Oh yeah, I mean our 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 opinion carries an, an innumerable amount uh, to the to the people of DC. So I mean, <laughs> huge weight, huge weight, right, mm-hmm. Logan? So. Out of five box of popcorn, how many are you giving the Suicide Squad? The Suicide Squad. Um, honestly, out of movies we watched, I probably should give it five, but I'll probably go like four and a half. I was, I'm with you. We, we're really on the same wavelength with this one, Logan, because I had four and a half as well. So listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, go out and see this movie. It's on HBO Max. Um, two, hour, two hours, 20 minutes or so. You'll really enjoy it. And if you haven't seen Peacemaker, you should watch this first and then call out sick to work the next day and watch the Peacemaker (laughs) and and you'll be happy. So, Logan, we are here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I have – there's a lot of great content, including from Squared Circle to the Silver Screen, but there's other stuff. I have a a sports show from uh, this week in the NFL that – the NFL is over, so we uh, we haven't taped in a little bit. We have a history of saying we're going to tape in the off season and then not doing it too much. But <laughs> so we're kind of right in that pattern right now. But you will hear from us for kind of some big events, so, you know, potentially some big UFC events, NBA playoffs, yada yada. I do that with uh, John D'Amato, my father. Cowboy Senior, and every so often our little buddy Ryder. So, Logan, that's what I'm familiar with. If you could take us through the rest, the rest of the catalog, that would be great. Yeah, I'm looking, to, looking forward to the NHL playoff preview that you'll have coming. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big I don't know. Oh, I'm not I know. A big I know. Guy. Are you to my job? So yeah, I always say, I always say, Logan. I say, uh, uh, I, you know, hockey's my second favorite sport. So, <laughs> then what, what would your natural question be? Oh, I have no idea. What's your, what's your first so, favorite, I guess? <laughs> any, any, any other sport? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I tried to get into hockey earlier in the season because it was on TNT and it was a little bit more available than usual, and I just kind of fell off on it because uh, I think the team I picked is kind of shitty. I picked the new team, the Kraken, and they kind of started off really bad and haven't really recovered. So, uh, yeah, hockey's probably just not, not for me, so... 
<laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't it. know. You I, I, from a young age, I won't watch it. I've been to five hockey games that I've, you know, that can be kind of fun, but yeah. especially yeah, with all the streaming, streaming options. Yeah. Like if it was like the only thing on TV, I would read a book. <laughs> yeah, I would like to go to a live game before uh, at some point, and I can watch the playoffs because it you know kind of means something. Uh, at that point, you know, the regular seasons kind of uh, struggle when they play that many games. So, um, but yeah, I know y'all usually. Oh, do you've like, never been. You've never yeah. been to a live game. No, nah, I mean the Predators is really the closest team, and I I don't really go to Nashville that often. But I would like to go to Nashville at some point and go to a game. We're going to Nashville, aren't we? Yeah, we are going in, in the summer. I guess I could try and see if they're in. But the, the, mean, the playoffs I, will be over by then. So I mean, that's true. Dallas <laughs> Stars, Dallas Stars. Let's see. Oh, I well, yeah, we could we could see. Yeah, I guess we could see if the Dallas Stars are playing. Yeah, but I'm not Islanders. getting there until Friday, and I'm going to wrestling like from then until Sunday. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I tried, Logan. I tried. If we're ever in a city, if we're ever in a city and there is a live hockey game and we don't have anything going on, I I will go with you. Where we are going, that that was what we'll do. All right. Well, I'll run through the catalog of what else we got here at the North South Connection real quick. Thank you, um, sir. No, <laughs> no problem. Uh, no holds barred. JT and Aaron they go through appropriate topics. They're ranking the uh, greatest title changes of all time, WWE title changes, um, right now, as well as going through their GWE list uh, from the previous time we did it and kind of re. Uh, shuffling some names that they might have left off last time and getting rid of some names that they may have had on the previous list. Um, Extreme Three-Way Dance, that's JT, Matt, and Jenny. Uh, They're going through ECW. They're in 1996 right now. Um, uh, The Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast, that's Jake. He's going through 2000. He actually just finished 2002 WWE. Um, He finished the last SmackDown or Raw of the year, so he will be working his way into 2003 there. Uh, He always has a different guest on. Uh, going through all that. Uh, TNA Never Dies. That's Aaron, JT, and Jenny. They're going through TNA from the beginning. I think they're in a, like uh, March or April of 03 at this point on that one. Uh, JT has his mailbag where he answers listener questions uh, once the sat- one Saturday every month. Uh, now we're entering the Rumble. That's Aaron and JT. They're going through every Rumble entrant of all time, kind of ranking how they did in each uh, appearance. You know, that means is the AEW podcast where uh, Jordan Duncan and Andrew Reich kind of talk about the happenings going on in AEW. Uh, they'll have a big episode next time as uh, Tony Khan bought ROH yesterday. So uh, that, that'll that be a, probably an interesting uh, next episode that they have. Plus, they'll get to preview, uh, or preview or review uh, Revolution that's happening this weekend. Uh, WCW Must Die is Johnny C and a guest. He talks about kind of like the last year of WCW um, and kind of how it, <laughs> slowly but surely died away and uh, went away forever. Um, not not two win no sue is uh, JT and Tim. They go through an episode of uh, Beverly Hills nine zero two one zero on that one. Always definitely a fun listen there. Uh, second print comics uh, that's Mark Claire and Rimso. Uh, they go through a comic storyline. Uh, definitely an interesting listen there. And like you said uh, this week in the NFL with you guys during the NFL season. I know y'all usually try and bang out like a NBA preview or NBA finals preview. So I'm sure y'all do that down the pipes pipeline somewhere. So, but uh, that's pretty much all we got going on right now. Um, but yeah, definitely listen to all that good stuff. Oh, and Cronoso daily. We have a daily podcast where we go through 
all the matches in uh, WWE pay-per-view history. So that's a new one that's kind of popping around that uh, is a really good listen and comes on daily. So definitely listen to all that stuff. Great work, Logan. You knocked that out of the park. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So another one in the books, my friend. We're on a good run of uh, of good movies here. We'll probably we'll have to pick something shitty for the next for the next show. Something that was um, universally panned shouldn't be tough with a the with our criteria of needing to star a wrestler. So I'm hearing High Noon at Mega Mountain is what I'm hearing. <laughs> you've been you've been calling for that one, Logan. That could be that could be the one. That and a double it is on feature. We, <laughs> we talked about the double feature with the, with the Stone Cold movie and then. Mm-hmm. The Kane movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could try and see if the Kane movie's on something else now. <laughs> Maybe I could just like ship a DVD. You still have a DVD player? You got a PlayStation or something? If I ship a DVD to you, I think I have a Blu-ray player, so I think it could probably work in there. Perfect, perfect. We'll figure it out. All right. So, <laughs> Crossland. On that note, I hope for anyone who hung in till the end, I hope that that little back and forth there was worth it for you. So. <laughs> For my co-host Crossland, I'm the Cowboy, we're Cowboy and Crossland, this was from Squared Circle to the Silver Screen, go out, watch the Suicide Squad, and we'll be back in a month for you. so we are out. upon the door you have sent the maid home early like a thousand times before like the castle in his corner in a medieval game I foresee terrible trouble and I stay here just the same I'm a fool to do your dirty work Oh yeah, I don't want to do your dirty work no more, I'm a fool to do your dirty work, oh Oh, yeah, I don't want to do your dirty work no more.